0: Merry Christmas, everybody! Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, Christmas Day, coming to you from the recliner. Just got my feet kicked back. We've been doing a little cooking for our family gathering later this afternoon, and I just, you know, I wanted to. I wasn't sure what I was going to do today. I was mowing around trying to figure this all out, and I, I decided. I knew the message I wanted to share, but I wasn't sure how I was going to share it. So I decided today, just while it's a little quiet this afternoon. Rhonda's resting we've been cooking all morning and working on some stuff and so we're just we're just kind of kicked back this morning and we'll have our family over after a while but I want to share with you a message and and I know this is maybe some common ground for some of you Uh, maybe you've not heard this some of you may not have heard this but I I find it very fitting especially today but I titled this today Behold the Lamb in Luke chapter 2 verse 8 through twenty. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Other versions say swaddled, swaddling cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom this favor rests. When the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told." What a powerful story, obviously, this is following the birth of Jesus. The angels appeared to the, a bunch of shepherds, and can you imagine that? I mean, if you're out punching cows or maybe moving a flock or tending your sheep or whatever you're doing, maybe you're just outside in the woods somewhere, and an angel of the Lord appears to you that That's pretty powerful. that's going to shook you up just a touch I believe but but what what was being spoken to them had great relevance, and I want to share that with you here in just a minute. But I want to share one more passage of Scripture with you. John chapter 1, verse 29. Now, this is John the Baptist. This, he's, he's been baptizing people. You know, he's, he's been questioned who he is, that kind of thing. But on John chapter 1, verse 29, the next day, John, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He recognized Jesus. He knew who Jesus was. He knew Jesus' purpose on earth. God had already revealed this to him. John was the one preparing the way. If you remember that in, in scripture, he said, I, I'm just preparing the way. I'm not even fit to untie a man's sandals. I'm just preparing the way. Jesus is obviously the unblemished lamb of God. That, that's what I want to get to. I, I want to share with you, and then again, this may be old hat to some, and it may be something new to someone else. But I want to share with you about the manger that Jesus was laid in. Now we all see the manger depicted in most of our nativity scenes today and pictures and whatnot. It looks like a little uh, wooden structure that holds hay. It, that's a manger. It's, a, it's basically mangers are animal feeding troughs, but in ancient Israel, they were made of stone. They were literally hewn out of stone. So they were. There was a big chunk of rock, and then they 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 carved it out to make it into a manger where it would hold food or or even water for that matter. It would hold something as they made it into more like a, a trough or a bowl there. Not comfortable, obviously, it's made out of rock, but great for protection. See, this is why those who were experts in this matter, the priests, they would put their newborn lambs in them for protection. These lambs were the sacrificial lambs. These were the lambs that would be taken into the tabernacle and sacrificed for the sins of the nations. But not just any lamb. The only lamb that could be used was the unblemished, perfect lamb. It couldn't have any markings on it, it couldn't be wounded, it couldn't have anything wrong. Those were the perfect lambs, the unblemished, perfect lambs that were used in the sacrifice for sins. And Bethlehem, where Jesus was born, was famous for their unblemished lambs, used for sacrifice. These lambs had to be perfect. So what would happen is when they chose the lamb, they, they inspected it, they knew it was perfect, they would wrap them tightly up in cloth. They would swaddle them, in, basically in cloth, and lie them in the manger to keep them safe. They couldn't get banged around, they, they couldn't move. So they, they had to just lay there because they were swaddled in this swaddling cloth. This is exactly why the only time mangers are mentioned in Jesus' birth story, it is being told to the shepherds. In Luke chapter 2, it says, This will be a sign for you that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth lying in a manger. The shepherds would have understood this powerful parallel. They knew what the cloth and the manger meant. And they knew what that perfect lamb meant. This baby would be the perfect lamb of God. The Messiah who would sacrifice his life for the sins of the whole world. He became the sacrifice for sin. The perfect lamb of God. He wasn't just a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. He was God. He was perfect. He was sinless. And he was holy. Humbling himself to become the perfect sacrifice to reconcile us back to himself. That, my friends... That perfect lamb, that is why we celebrate Christmas today. I pray this message finds you staring in awe, maybe, at the thoughts of Christmas and what it all stands for. Yeah, I know we bling up the tree and we put lights on everything and we have big parties and big celebrations and and we eat tons of food and we do all these things. but, But what is Christmas truly all about? it's It's a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, the perfect lamb to take away the sins of the world he was born blameless sinless he was born of a virgin Mary he was born of the Holy Spirit he he, he doesn't he didn't have all the 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 flaw of of a human baby he was perfect and he was sinless and and he and he spent his life in preparation for that cross now remember he 30 some thirty years old, basically. Uh, grew up as a carpenter's son, working in a carpenter's shop before he ever began his ministry time here on this earth, which only lasted about three years. And he made it to that cross where he knew he was destined to go. And he became the perfect, unblemished lamb, the sacrifice for our sin, that we might have eternal life. All we have to do is accept that, that gift that was given. It's just like any time that a gift is given to you, I can give you all kinds of gifts if you never accept them, if you never receive them, if you never take them for your own, they're useless. They're they're just gifts that were given that sit idle. But this the spirit here is, the gift is Jesus Christ. His life, his blood shed on a cross, his dying, his resurrecting, his coming back to life after three days in, in the grave, to be the sacrifice for your sin. His blood, when we accept that gift, when we receive that gift, when we surrender our life to Him, when we recognize that we're sinners and we ask Him to forgive us our sin, His blood stands between us and God. It washes us clean. God sees His Son's blood. He doesn't see our sin any longer. That washing of the water, that washing of the cleansing of the sin away from us is what allows us to enter into heaven. John chapter four, verse six, Jesus says, or 14, six, I'm sorry, John chapter 14, verse six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. It's only through the acceptance, it's only through the surrender to the blood of Jesus Christ. It's only when we walk in relationship with him that we have access to the Father, that we have access to eternity. Today, I, I, I encourage you, on this Christmas day, Survey your life. Look deeply into your heart. If there's, th- We've been talking about holiness. We've been sharing all these things. There, there is such an urgency in the air today that we need to be clean before the Lord. We need to be doing what he's called us here to do, and that's leading others to Jesus Christ. To do so, we've got to be following Jesus Christ, committed to him co- completely, surrendered completely to him, So that we can follow him cleanly and wholly that others would understand who we are and whose we are and follow to Jesus as well. God bless you guys. Thank you so much today for tuning in. Thank you for all your support of our our broadcast and of our podcast and our messages that go out. Continue to share these messages with someone that you know needs to hear them. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. Uh, We're just over two weeks from our back surgery, doing well. Things are going good. Uh, I'm healing up, getting stronger every day. So thankful for for all the support that we've had during this process. Please continue to pray with us. Uh, Share this message. Share these podcasts. Share the podcast platform. It's really not hard to do. And let others hear the message of Jesus Christ during this time, this time of urgency. Our days are short. We need to take advantage of that. Be who God called us to be in every way possible that we can. Amen. God bless you guys. Rhonda and I love you. We wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. We're praying for you. We'll talk to you again real soon.